Tonight's on the Band from Ringside podcast, Kofi Kingston fails New Japan Cup, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, and your WrestleMania road to WrestleMania, I guess is what you would call that, and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Almost slipped away from me there for a second. It's the road to WrestleMania. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the rest of the... <laughs> Welcome to the Band from Ringside Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Veggie, a.k.a. Job Huggins. <laughs> and to my right, we have two beers nice. here. Zach Bowman. What's going on, two beer? Oh, not a lot, man. Not a lot. Uh, rock hard. Ready for this show. <laughs> we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Okay. Someone's excited. Allow us to bow our heads and pull down the latest volume. <laughs> excited. Let's bow our heads. <laughs> <laughs> so pull down the latest chapter of the Bedroom Ringside Podcast. You got you there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Episode 99. I did count them for sure. So next week will be number 100. Episode 99. Oh, Chapter 3, Volume 14. You know what I'm talking about. Episode 100. We got to get like Ric Flair on here. Hashtag Hashtag boo the heels. heels. It's all good, baby. Uh, Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. Shout out to Florida State. Nice win today. Good to have my boys back. Ready to roll. Shout out to Florida State. On on the podcast, we're shouting out to the Seminoles, huh? (laughs) 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 His right, we have Murray the Murray Man. Murray, what's going on, Murray Man? You're celebrating a birthday coming Mm -hmm. up this week, right? Yeah, Yeah. I probably I might have saved that for the birthday section of the show, but hey, it'll be my 33rd day on the uh, on this old earth here. I would give uh, at least a digit. You know what's to be mo- 33 again. You know what's more exciting than turning 33? What? You guys know? No, I don't know. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn? <laughs> Not even. Not even. We're live on social media right now. Oh, Ooh, that is exciting. We are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Do you have something else to say? Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We're on there. Find BF- us, BFR Pod, at BFR Pod, at BFR Murr with two R's, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR JCB, at BFR Bill, at BFR Pod. I had, a, I had a tweet go kind of viral this week. No big, no big. Okay, just for the record, this is the guy that was like, you know, fuck Twitter. I don't need any followers. <laughs> I never said but fuck the Twitter. First, the I never said th- fuck Twitter. I said but, that I would just use the large, I would just retweet myself because I had the password for both. Not, let's not act like you're not ultimately proud of this, okay? Which I am proud of you too. Congratulations. Thanks, but man. I had a big come on tweet now. this week. Yeah, come on now. What was yeah. it again? I, I remember liking it, but. It was uh, it was viral. a it was a picture. <laughs> <laughs> he said kind of viral. It was a picture of Muggsy Bogues trying to fight through a oh, Sean Bradley yeah. pick, and it said, "This is Ray Mysterio trying to put his son to bed." That's good. <laughs> <Ray Mysterio's, laughs> I shouldn't have to explain the joke. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we're coming at you from the exquisite shocks of the studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mister Perfect's in the house. Uh, before we get too far into it, we're going to talk to you about Soul Taco. That's the best Mexican-Korean fusion food that you never knew you needed, but once you have it, you'll never go back. They got two food trucks driving on the St. Louis, Missouri area, one place in the U-City Loop, a place in Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Chicago, Illinois, 
Um, I know I'm forgetting Champagne. one. Champagne, Illinois. Two places in Chicago. Like, go get yourself some Soul Taco, guys. It's so good. We we're not exaggerating when we say that we like it. it. I wish I was getting it today. I wish I was getting it tonight. It is the best. That's Soul Taco. They're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. Go to Soul Taco. Tell them the band from Inside Center. And without further ado, let's get to our three counts. Maybe we should cater our hundredth episode. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, 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 oh. Game on! I'll Soul make taco. a phone call. Yeah, I was getting ready to say spicy happen, pork, Captain. spicy pork burrito, please. What, what do you got for our one count? WWE catering, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> There's when no way that WWE catering is better than Soul Taco. No, no way. <laughs> There's no, no way. way it's better. Unless they're getting Soul Taco. Okay, okay. Yeah. there you go. It could be as good. As good. But, but no, there's no way it's better than Soul Taco. I would say it wouldn't be better than Soul Taco, even if they didn't sponsor I mean, the that, show. that's not even the joke. Like, that's how good Soul Taco is. No, it's, it's, it's legit. There's, there's no two ways around it. Okay, let's get back on the track. One Kofi Kingston running the gauntlet on SmackDown Tuesday night. We'll just cut to the chase. Runs all through five. Orton being at the last, I thought was really good. Well done. If you wanted, it was like fighting the boss. It was like fighting the boss because now that boss is someone you lost to before, and now you have to come around and win again. There, when the first time there, I say in Darth Vader and uh, Luke Skywalker. Go ahead. I mean, with the rumors going around, that was always why Kofi never got further. It was because Randy Orton was mad about the way he treated their rivalry 10 years ago. So it was like treating a, well, like fighting a boss, right? Full circle, dare I say. So even though I thought Orton's shoulders was up for the third count, nonetheless, Kofi wins. Crowd gets excited. But of course, here comes one Vincent Kennedy McMahon that says, oh, no, no, no. We have one more left. Enter one WWE champion, Daniel Bryan, to finish off Kofi Kingston, unfortunately. So now we're back to square one. Kofi is still out of WrestleMania. We have no WWE championship match to speak of as we start this podcast. So now where does this go from here? The biggest rumor that I hear coming on social media and other places that people I've talked to is now we're talking about a... Occupy SmackDown, where the wrestlers, the announcers, anyone that is not a McMahon will somehow band together to get Kofi Kingston onto WrestleMania. I'm okay with that. It's not the most original idea, considering that one of my biggest complaints about this angle is it feels a lot like Daniel Bryan, and this is ultimately how Daniel Bryan got his match. I thought that this was going to paint them in a corner and just in the sense of if you're going to book it this way, you really don't have much of an option now because now Kofi can't just be given to this. He has to earn it because everybody's crying about Charlotte was given this title shot. Okay, so you can't give Kofi a title shot. So you really kind of painted yourself in this corner where you don't have an option. This is the only option that I can think of that would legitimately make sense storyline-wise. So that is what I'm thinking that could possibly happen. Look for an Occupy SmackDown next week on SmackDown Live. What do you think, Zach? Uh, I think my uh, thoughts last week were very on point. Put that out there. Uh, that uh, I mean, this match uh, was exactly what I thought. Uh, Kofi fought as an underdog the entire time. He sold the entire match. It's the only way they book baby faces, and uh, he ended up like persevering until it was taken from him again for heat. Uh, yeah, uh, it's interesting that we're just a couple weeks out of Mania and. 
Uh, there's a whole lot of flux. Like, there's a whole lot of flux, not just with the Kofi match, but uh, with a lot of matches. And we're kind of throwing together matches. Um, not even going to fucking mention Angle's retirement match. Oh, no, we're talking about that. Yeah, well, not we'll right get now. to it later. Not yeah. right now is what I mean. But uh, it's, it's uh, you know, Bill called it out on uh, Friends BFR. Uh, I think Dave Patterson posted something, and he's like, Zach and Mark, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was just, uh, he's like, he knew what I thought about it, like, already, uh, which is that it's kind of an overbooked mess. It was this organic thing that they've kind of taken. Now I think they started to fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. It's like they have to do it their way, even though um, they can't just let something happen. They have to just, they have to, like, put their fucking claws into it. and 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 then by the time we get it, it's ruined and it's and it's done. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that's just me. That's just me being negative. Murray, I, first of all, I think all of the matches were actually pretty exciting. They were decent. all good. Yeah, yeah decent yeah. to good. The whole Joe, him and Joe part of it too was cool because Joe lost, but he's still no. He Joe no. He did what, no. He did what he he did had right. to do. Rowing the same way, trying um, to build the odds against him. Thing is, though, with it's it's. I mean, the Miz. There was. 150 wrestlers on SmackDown that mentioned Kofi's name on top of the gauntlet match. And like you guys said, I even was last bring week, this up. Thank they're, you. they're piling it on and piling it on, which is fine. But the problem is, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, unfortunately, that probably means that Kofi will win it. Not unfortunately that he'll win the title at WrestleMania. I think he will. But he, there, he's not going to get a six-month, two-year run with that title. Unfortunately, no, no, it's a feel-good moment, right? Yeah. And that's fine. But like, he's a guy that if they're gonna push this whole he deserves it thing, give him six months to a year or more, because he could do it. He could sell the shirts. That's what I'm. I, but he, he six could. months is probably a long shelf life for any WWE champion. The years we're getting to the Brock Lesnar's. Well, he's already selling shirts. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying though. He could carry a title for more than. Maybe Raw the next night, you know, or probably not quite that soon, but I, I don't know. So maybe they'll flip it on us and they'll they'll let them carry it for a minute. But it all seems like it was on accident, and that's why they're chopping so hard to make this work right now. I mean, coming back to Raw, I wouldn't be surprised if, listen, I've never been more sure of myself or more sure of anything that Kofi's fighting at WrestleMania, obviously. He's going to fight Daniel Bryan, no matter how it comes to. If they end up having an Occupy SmackDown where it's the backstage guys, because like Zach said, it was, it's no coincidence that The Miz and AJ Styles both brought up Everybody, Kofi. KO brought it up. Everybody I, has and, brought it up. And KO, and they had all the guys backstage cheering for him and everything. That's no that's no coincidence. No. I wouldn't be surprised if he lost at WrestleMania and then won to make it the big uh, night after WrestleMania Raw moment to have Kofi win then. My biggest problem with it, and I, I guess I, I've been... Oh, you have a problem with this? Yes. I thought this was WrestleMania season. This is all good. No, I, I mean, I feel, I mean, you know, when you do a podcast, mm. you can't have everybody having the same opinion all the time, which is everybody shits on WWE all the time. So no, this is, that, that's why I'm here. So I'm here. So we can't shit on it all the time. I don't shit on it all the time. But if my only problem with it is, is that it, is it would have been just fine if Kofi would have won the match. The, the gauntlet match at the end of SmackDown and then goes on to WrestleMania with two more SmackDowns. Everybody knows the SmackDown before WrestleMania ain't really a SmackDown. It's just a bunch of packages. Like, that's what they do the entire time. It would have been fine. They're piling on a little strong. 
Yeah, just you just think? have the match and then promote the match. Uh, right. And but if anything, Tuesday was a validation of something that I've been saying for a long time, which is wrestling is best when it's just about guys wrestling. Because that hour of television was spectacular. No, it was it was predictable. Everybody knew Kofi was gonna win, but Kofi taking on Ro or Sheamus and then uh Cesaro and then Rowan and then Joe and then Orton and beating all of them was Mortal Kombat was exciting. That's exciting television. Even though you know it's predictable, that's fun to watch. They were all Le- good matches, Less exciting too. than the first one where you didn't know, right? but still exciting. I, the, well, when I, when you I know s- what? We, I'm sorry to cut you off, but in the other ones, Kofi lost. Kofi lost the gauntlet match the first time. Kofi lost Elimination Chamber. He didn't win it. He yeah. finally won one. But he was still, even in, even in a loss, he was the winner, I should say. Like, yes. Right. Yeah, because... He ran that gauntlet like Seth Rollins did, you know, however right. many months ago. He didn't win yeah. the gauntlet match, but he was the he was biggest, the, the winner the of the night, got the over. winner of the night, not the winner of the match. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He didn't go. He got over. He didn't. But get in, over in kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. He. This was the first one that he actually won. Yeah, and since he did, and since they're saying like Kofi's, you know, and everything is is right about Kofi's been around a long time. He's a great superstar. Like he's a clutch guy. They bring they bring him into all the money in the banks and all the Royal Rumbles because they know he can perform. I would have liked to have seen him a little more dominant. I'd like to see our baby faces in general be a little more dominant instead of just constantly getting beat down for heat. Do not disagree at all. I I, I think that's a great point, and I think that like. Kofi being a guy who's been around forever and now he now he's becoming a world beater, you know, leading up to WrestleMania. Everybody knows that it's worked, you know, but it it is I would like to it thanks to Ronda Rousey, everybody knows. This is the first <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I you what it's because of the Ronda other Rousey. night though, he beat two people with the SOS. And he hasn't beaten anybody with the SOS no, yeah, in good, a in good, a long time. Good call. No, I, I, not I, on TV at least. I'm I will not disagree. I'll just say this, and we can keep it moving if we need to keep it moving. It's We need to keep it moving. Kofi is going to get to WrestleMania. He will wrestle Daniel Bryan. From that point, I'm not guaranteeing anything else. Vince scares the shit out of me, and I do not <laughs> trust him worth a good goddamn Yeah, but Vince best. being on TV with him is a vote of confidence. It is. Yeah, I mean, it now. is, but that, yeah. There's no reason he'd be on. Now, he might lose at WrestleMania. It depends on when they fall on the card. WrestleMania is weird the way they book it because they want a, a big pop at the beginning. So if they come out first, then you I better, don't think, you, then Kofi's probably losing. No, then Kofi's winning. Um, no, if they come out first, there's no mean, doubt that, that Kofi's winning. That don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> Kofi's I, winning. Okay. <laughs> if they come out third to last, then all bets are off. That's then, true. I, can, I, I, I can don't know what I don't know what's happening. They want the feel good. Last, moment. I would say Kofi was winning. First, I don't necessarily agree with that. I feel like either they're not coming out last. I feel the like women are coming out last. Kofi I and don't DB know. or or Brock. I don't know. Yeah, Brock and Seth are is just stale. That needs it, to be somewhere is. in the middle. It's well, a universal we'll get to that title. Later. I totally disagree. We'll get stale. to that later. Uh, let's get to our two counts. Two count, uh, New Japan Cups going on. We had so much stuff going on last week, we didn't really touch on it, but uh, 
It was uh, in the show notes uh, that are posted nowhere. So go check them out. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to look at you like, we got show notes? Yeah. <laughs> They're all uh, in our phones. So if you hack our iClouds, you know, maybe you can find them. Don't do that. Don't okay. do that, though. You'll just see a bunch of pictures of my dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or things you probably have no business seeing at Only all. in Zach's cloud. Yeah, you'll have to use your pinch and zoom a lot. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, New Japan Cup's been really good. This has been uh, different than previous years. If you followed uh, the previous New Japan Cups, uh, where and what I mean by that is we are getting some amazing matches, uh, match ups rather. There's always good matches, and a lot of guys deliver that you that don't always deliver, don't always get a chance to deliver. But we're getting some like really truly great matchups. Uh, just looking at the what are we at quarterfinals now? We got semis now. Or semis, yeah. So we've got uh, Ishii and Okada, which is going to be a fucking banger. And then we've got Tanahashi and Sonata, which Sonata can go. And this is an interesting match. I don't know that I've ever seen those guys one-on-one. Um, and, of course, Tanahashi is one of the best in the world. Uh, quarterfinals, we had some fantastic matches. Uh, go out of your way to watch uh, Tanahashi and Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Sabre Jr. my dog. Can we talk about some of these matches? Because I watched every single one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, let me, let me, I'll call them out and you guys, uh, you guys tell me your thoughts. Uh, so Tanahashi and Zach. Loved it. Um, I was surprised by the ending. Yeah. I thought Sabre Jr. was going to win. And then when Tanahashi finally rolled him up with his own move, with his own move, I, I I was shocked. Uh, that's the only time I've ever spoiled a match for Jason from New Japan because he hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, oh, so that was a big deal? And he was like, oh, God, you spoiled it. <laughs> it's not... Only reason it's a big deal is because up to this point... Zack Sabre Jr. has been Mr. New Japan Cup. I mean, he ran he had the never table lost last a match. Right. So, I mean, he ran, he, he's basically been undefeated to this point. I thought this was going to be, after my bracket was busted on that side, I thought it was going to be Okada and Tanahashi in the final, and I got Okada winning the final. But this is where I was like, okay, if, if this is going to fall south, this is the match it's going to fall south on. But obviously, Tanahashi won, so we're on pace to get that final. All right, and, what's your next match? And all, I mean, we can just go back just a little bit. Uh, the Abushi zack Sabre match, uh, where Zack Sabre tapped Abushi, Loved which it. was undoubtedly the upset, even though they're both fantastic. And like we said, Zack Sabre's Mr. New Japan, because to this point, he was undefeated. Uh, Mr. New Japan Cup, I should say. This my, was the upset. My, this is the one people freaked out about. My favorite, my favorite part of that match was when Saber was being a dickhead to him, and then Ibushi turned around and just started kicking him in the chest into the corner. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of <laughs> my face, <laughs> fuck you, man, dude. And he was like, uh, he was like mad, like. So Abushi's usually like a smiling. Yeah, Abushi never gets mad. He got mad at Saber. He got mad and like he like went. Even Kevin Kelly said he's like Abushi's got those dead eyes, and he's just started fucking stiffing him with forearms, mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome. That tap out, I didn't know what he was trying to tap out. He had him twisted up in so many different. That's ways. like his new finish. That's like his new finisher. It's called like uh, what what what's it called? It's like I can't remember right now because I'm two beers deep, but. Uh, it's got a cool name and it's a super interesting finisher that I've never seen before. It's no, like, I've never seen it's either. like legs spread eagle and yeah, he's fucking he's torn them up top too. I'm like, oh oh oh, I'm like, like okay, that's he enough. Grabs their wrists and like spreads their leg. It's crazy. Uh, so uh, one of my favorite matches, Okada versus Osprey, and like I said, we're getting this is a 
a big show main event. This could headline Dominion. This could headline fucking. This could headline the Tokyo Dome. Uh, these guys are. It's not much different than. I, I mean, it's important to explain this to people that don't watch New Japan very much, but. Uh, the New Japan Cup compared to the G1 is New Japan Cup, whoever wins it, gets to face the champion at the well, G1. I think and the whoever wins the G1 tournament gets to face the champion at Wrestle Kingdom. So it's like two it's tournaments. tournaments. Yeah. One of them's a round, round robin. robin. And one, the other is single elimination. That's this one's the a biggest single, difference. This, this one's a single elimination. Right. So I just want to explain that to everybody. Yeah, good call. Uh, you got two of... Arguably, I mean, you could say two easily two of the best ten wrestlers in the world right now actively working. You might even be able to argue two of the best five wrestlers. Okada Osprey. Okada Osprey. Oh, two of the best ten for sure. Yeah, I would go easily. Ten. A ten, ten is realistic. Yeah, five's arguable. Ten's easy. Yeah. Um, this was fantastic. Plus, they're in the same stable, so you'd also never see it because Chaos has this thing. They're both younger than thirty-three. Oh yeah. Then they're like they're a babyface stable, and those babyfaces do not face off against each other. That's like a chaos like thing. It's one of the when Okada was champion, you never saw him and Ishii wrestle. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. You know it would have been amazing. Amazing. Let's <laughs> not say their match coming up is going to be off the chain. Uh, speaking of Ishii, he got good matches out of Yoshihashi. He got good matches <laughs> out of Taichi. Uh, his match against Yuji Nagata was. Uh, one of the best of the tournament, and it was a first-round match. Uh, a couple other ones to look out for. Okada and Elgin was really good. Um, Will Ospreay got a good match out of Lance Archer. Bill and mm-hmm. I were talking about that earlier. And uh, Kota Ibushi and Tetsuya Naito is good if you don't have anxiety. Uh, I fucking was anxious this entire match. Oh. It was super dangerous. God, was, I love it. <laughs> but it was... It was I mean, you could argue it was the best match of the tournament, but it fucking it bothered me. And Naito, for the second year in a row, first man out. And, you know, there's a lot of people. I, I'm not down on New Japan as much as I am WWE because WWE is so glaringly bad sometimes. And New Japan usually comes through for me. I think of it in the terms of, like, WWE is like, it's like a, not to make light of domestic abuse, but it's like my 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 high school sweetheart that uh, that just like repeatedly like abuses me and I keep going back to even though they have this nice new person that comes and joins me and uh, like treats me right <laughs> yeah uh, but it, like okay, that that person that treats you right isn't always going to be perfect either right but uh, Naito has really cooled off and there's a lot of people mad about it so if you're going to say not everybody can win but Naito was the hottest thing in the company um, no, and he, he's, everybody just needs to be patient that's the thing about New Japan is patience Couple things I want to say, uh, Jason. You go first. No, I was going to say uh, just to piggyback on the uh, Naido comment. I get it. I mean, as, as a huge Naido mark, I'll, I always want to see him win. I wanted to be double champion, but that's not in the cards. That's cool. But I mean, I'm willing to settle for Naido versus Ibushi for the IC championship. If you want to throw me that at the end of the month, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Outside of that, this has been a, a really good tournament. This is why I like tournaments because you don't, you're getting matchups you don't necessarily get a chance to see. I didn't think I would like a Will Ospreay versus Lance Yard. I ended up turning out loving it. When Shoto Umino came up on Tanahashi. I'm like, oh, this is getting ready to be, you know, oh. just a blowout. Next thing you know, Schultz is actually getting ready to pin the, you know, the, the ace not once but twice. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I mean, it's not perfect. And yes, there are things about New Japan, believe it or not, that I don't like. But ultimately, Get out of here. Look, I keep it clean, just for <laughs> sake of argument. 
because we've seen this tour has gone on for like nine, ten nights. We're seeing the same opening matches. We're just we're trading different well, guys off, and that just gets to be a little repetitive. At a certain point, either we need to bring like Rapongi three K in or somebody that we haven't seen in a while, or just eliminate the match altogether. That just to me is is what I feel is just being nitpicky, but that's part of the process when you watch it night after yeah, night after night. They're kind of halfway house shows because well, they're they're traveling around to different different prefectures and stuff. So they're right. kind no, of halfway I get that. house shows. Halfway house shows. There are eight matches a night, and six of those matches are three on three matches that with three on three with triple team teams that have nothing to do with any, anybody. Well, okay. So for everybody that fucking talks shit on WWE, you guys just watch it more, and then you guys watch this New Japan stuff, and it's just six matches of tag teams or three-on-three matches that have nothing to do with anybody. Usually when there's not a tournament, those get, matches get are great. Oh. Like, they set up the storylines... Thank you. You have to. You have at to. Right, there's but a six man, show, guys. But it's at least there's at least a six man championship running around. We're doing right. six man so, ti- six so, man matches so just I because watched, we don't have anything to do. So I watched starting from the beginning of my day today at seven a.m. to when I got off work at three thirty. I just had my iPad in front of me. I just watched a bunch of New Japan, and nothing meant anything except for those one on one matches. Disagree. It was it was all Disagree. bullshit matches. Disagree. This is where you. This is where you found Abushi and Naido because a lot of those a lot of those matches after the fact you had Abushi kind of looking at the IC title like a nice little fat piece of cake and Naido's waving that fat piece of cake around. You want some? You want some? And that's, that's how this match is going to happen. That's why I missed. I'm not look. It's better than what WWE is doing with their six man. And look, it's better than what WWE is doing with their six man. Every time you look up, you're throwing six six guys in the exactly. You do it every (laughs) week. How many times have we seen Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad versus Natalia Sasha? Just like I fast forwarded through the New Japan shit. Okay, I just don't bitch about it the way you guys bitch about it. Well, look, you want to bitch about it? That's great. I I like to keep it clean and keep it real. Hey, look, you can be the optimist. That's all you want to. I'm the realest of the group. <laughs> shit ain't right. You I like, call it out. You like period. the shitty stuff. I like the shit. Oh, oh, no, you did not, Mr. Baron Corbin. Two weeks ago, you was like, <laughs> oh, Baron Corbin, he should get his chance. And now all of a sudden, when Angle announces Baron Corbin, you like you're the, the first one who's like, oh, this is a little underwhelming. You like the shitty stuff on New Japan. Don't start. You like the shitty stuff on New Japan. Okay? You Fight. They ain't fighting that shit, talking shit. <laughs> you got to keep it moving, guys. Keep it moving. <laughs> uh, Tommaso Ciampa had to uh, <sighs> vacate his title, which yeah. is sad. That Triple H promo was pretty good, too. No, Love you, Tommaso Ciampa. Love that Triple H came out on NXT and talked about how great NXT was. It almost looked like Triple H is like, Hey guys, we know this is great. Just wait till Vince dies. It's all gonna be good. <laughs> he really wrong, was. He's like, he's like, we know this is special. He's like, he's like, this is special right here. You're wrong, dog. Just wait till Vince dies. You're wrong. You he's know, like, it'll wrong. all be like so, this. Wrong. Uh, Both y'all wrong. Chopper had to vacate it. Uh, they had a great five man match uh, between Ricochet, Alistair Black, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle Bro. they had a five man match that was about as action packed of a twenty minute match as you can have. It was a, a lot like the 
the halftime heat match, which is uh, a bunch of guys doing moves. It was like every PWG match you've ever seen. Like Spot monkey. The, the, yeah. The, the best, the better thing about this one compared to the halftime heat match was that there was something on the line. Yeah. If there was something oh, on yeah, the line, absolutely. Yeah. If there was something on the line in that halftime heat match, was like the uh, the team with the three guys that one had to have a triple threat match to become. Yeah. I'm just saying stylistically, in-ring stylistically. It was yeah. fun, though. But yeah, it's absolutely fun. It my favorite, my, I got to admit, my favorite part was when Adam Cole just stomped on Matt Rule's uh, f- foot with without a shoe on. <laughs> yeah. And Matt I Rule mean, was like, right what there. the fuck? <laughs> like, dude, yeah, yeah. you running around here with no shoes on? Huh? Cassius Ono had done that in their last match. Uh, Nigel McGinnis goes, that's a brilliant move by Adam Cole. <laughs> I love Moro, Nigel McGinnis. Moro had one of my favorite calls. <sighs> And he, oh, tell he, me you're going to say it. Go the ahead. The triumvirate yeah. of truculence. Yes, yes. He says yes. the triumvirate of truculence. Yeah. And I was like, was oh, my God. Uh, you, what did he say? He was I like, marked that word oh, porn. oh, we have five on it like the loonies. I was yeah. like, what? He's oh, like, wait, wait. Five. Oh, no, you did not. He's like, <laughs> like the loonies back in the day. We've got five on it. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so without, without doing any spoilers, because I've heard that there, I've heard that the spoilers have the takeover match solidified. But that's the only match that I know of besides the women's match that's solidified. But there's Adam Cole Baby! versus Gargano in a two out of three falls match. And that For the al- title. already so has match of the year written all over written it. All over it because I hope they give him 60 minutes. Like, let those motherfuckers Well, I was going to say, what you have for sure, you got that uh, Pete Dunne and Walter was announced on NXT UK. Oh. That'll be for yep. the title, same card. So that's that. going to be off the chain. Uh, you're going to have the Fatal 4-Way for the ladies, uh, for the NXT women's title. So that's set. Uh, the Dusty Rhodes Classic is getting ready to finish up. Winner gets War Machine. So, I mean, you got those four title matches right there. I didn't even say Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle is probably be getting ready to awesome. be the, for the uh, North yeah. American title. So, I mean, it, it's, that's five matches right there where you, you can just you can stop right there and just and we can good we're good and to one, go. Once again, even though we had the speed bump of Champa having to give up the title, we which was a multi year storyline we are still set up for one of the greatest cards in takeover history if not the greatest like we have every single time you say that all the time that's what how i mean many, how many times is this going to be that's, the greatest takeover that, of all that, time that's the that's the beauty yeah. of nxt though that's man. what i mean man. every single time you're more excited than you were for the last one i, so I, was, I was watching a best bunch of wrestling today on my ipad while i was working working and i wasn't listening to anything and then when i got up to where I was on that five man match, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm saving this for when I'm after work." Yeah, pay I'm attention. Gonna, I'm gonna have a Chardonnay. I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay attention to anything else except for this, and it was worth it. I was dual screening because I've been employed recently. I would never do that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, this damn job. I'm like, I'm watching NXT and I'm watching fucking Colt Cabana and, and Yano, which is fine because that was just pure comedy. Like, Jason Bell was in my headphones just like thinking like, oh, this is Comedy Central, dog. But uh, they, no, it is not. they did, yeah, and also fuck Yano. Yeah, thank uh, for, you. For Jason. Yes, but, please. Uh, but yeah, like, so I was dual screening, but as soon as Okada and Osprey came on. It was the same time as that five way, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta pause this five way." <laughs> say something's coming. Like, this, this can't happen. Can we talk for a second? Um, can we talk for a second about comedy matches? Because I watched that Yano Cabana match, and I also watched Cabana 
uh, Sonata this week. Mm -hmm. And I thought both of them were pretty good. Yeah. Like, I think there's a place in wrestling for comedy matches. And I was talking to Jason Bell about this before, and he he goes, I like wrestling comedy as long as I think it's funny. And I said, has there ever been a wrestling comedy match that you thought was funny? And he couldn't come up with it. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. Taguchi is, if you want to go to New Japan, Taguchi is that comedy dude. Okay, if you want to go to WWE, New Day is, is easily the guys you want Who's to come up with. better than Yano versus Cabana, though? Those guys are funny. Uh, it, it wasn't. It's, I, dude, for, it's the same shit. You wor- you worry about throwing pancakes. I'll worry about Yano untying the uh, turnbuckles. Right. Okay? Thing is, I like, Wait, so you think pancakes are funny? It's not as it's that funnier than what, this, than what this bullshit is every week. The, every match. It's every match. Every match. Yano can bring it, though, and when he does. And yes. when and Biggie and Xavier and Kofi can bring it, too. Yeah, that's okay? the thing. But I see that more on the WWE side, on the... On the New Day side, then I I saw it once in three years with Yano. Oh, sure, I yeah. get it. Once I in three years, I get it now. I get you're you. closer in age to Vince than you are <laughs> to people that think that Yano is funny. That makes oh, I I totally get it. You know, never oh mind. Oh my god, never you mind. Know. I totally get it. No, I totally get it. No, see, you the, get the, that the, Vince. You just you just can't explain Yano no, to baby boomers. No, actually, boomers. you're the Vince humor guy because you've been champing for the WWE for the last two weeks, caping for them like it's nobody business. Captain Save a Ho. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Not the comedy part. Not the comedy A month ago, you was over here shitting on WWE with the rest of us. Last week, it's like, oh, but it's WrestleMania season. Yeah, like everybody, it's on the just, payroll. everybody just relax. It's WrestleMania season. Nothing could be this bad. Everything's great. Fuck out of here. Just talking that bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Oh, That's that Jason humor. This is the best. That sounds like- I'm so happy I'm back this week. <laughs> Say, come I'm on, man. If you gonna keep it real, keep it real, man. Damn. <laughs> That's gonna do it for our three count. <laughs> Jason, tell us about F and B. I would love to. <laughs> F and B eatery on thirty four fifty three Southampton, uh, corner of Hampton and uh, you. You got it. <laughs> Okay, cool. God, bitch. Corner <laughs> <laughs> of Hampton and Marquette. A- asshole. He's over here tickling me and shit. Uh, check them out. Uh, they are open on <laughs> Tuesday through Friday <laughs> from 11 to 8. And then on Saturdays and Sundays from 8 to 2. I am a huge breakfast mark, so if you have the chance, slide on through. Take the family. It's family-friendly. They have the nice little kids menu. I like the breakfast sandwiches. Obviously, a smash burger, too, would not be uh, out of the realm of possibility. Always got a daily special going on, too. Give them a chance. Slide on through on 3453 Southampton, part of our Southampton Mafia F&B Eatery. Tell them that Bam from Ringside sent you. Hey, you, went, you went shooting out of your chair. Dude, he came, he came up from behind. <laughs> I didn't see him coming. And I'm ticklish. The next thing you know, he's uh, behind me. So I'm the like, headphones the flew off and everything. Dude. I can't help it, man. Shit. Uh, I'm glad that was on tape. I, I was taking a piss and I heard a lot of commotion. <laughs> That's, what's going on in the bathroom? Uh, Not that F&B commercial is a piss break commercial because it is 
a great burger. I actually had a conversation about Smash Patty Burgers with a guy for about 25 minutes uh, last week. It's easy to do. It's conversation. It's easy to do. And uh, Evan B came up, and uh, yeah, we were talking about the season they put on their burger, and uh, it it is a real deal, man. Uh, I'm a big Smash Patty guy. Me too. I only fuck with crispy edges. Mm. I don't fuck with those big, like, half-pound burgers anymore that used to be my jam. It's not anymore. I Life's won't say too the short. name, but uh, there's one that is not is one of the fat burgers that everybody likes. Uh, I guess it rhymes with uh, Saks Local Eatery. <laughs> uh, not a sponsor, <laughs> which I tried and it is good. I just, I'm sorry, maybe I'm product smash, loyal. There's Smash Patty too, though. Oh, that's right. That's right. That so must right. be somebody else. Who was I thinking of? Because they're Smash Patty. Because they're the real deal too. Throwing the wrong one under the bus on this one. No, that, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> they ain't gonna be the last. As long as I'm not, my black ass ain't underneath the bus. This is banned from ringside. Uh, I think we should talk about that David Starr promo. Yeah, yeah good call. Yeah, that was a good way to say. Uh, Shout out to him, Wallace Seals, for uh, pointing it out to us. I would have missed it. I've been like taking a reprieve from uh, wrestling Twitter. Uh, a little bit. It's it's good to do every now and then. That yeah. So, on. Uh, David Starr is fighting Jay Lethal or Black Machismo. I can't tell by the promo who okay. he's fighting. Go ahead and set it up, and then but I just have a question. He is he's he's fighting Jay Lethal in Israel, and to cut the promo as the heel, he talked about how Sinclair was a right wing organization, which it is. And he talked about how uh, he thought that them setting him up as the little, quote, Jew boy who was going to fight for the title in Israel, he thought they thought that he would be all about that. But he called um, shenanigans. Uh, I, I mean, more, <laughs> I'll, I'll more nicely. than that. <laughs> I'll more say than that. <laughs> he, he, he called Israel uh, war criminals, basically. Uh, he didn't mention the settlements, but it seemed like he was talking about the settlements. Well, he's definitely talking about it. He was. Uh, it was one of the most political promos I've ever seen cut in wrestling. And they asked him to bring it down. He took it down from his personal Twitter account. But it seemed like if you want people to talk about your promo, have it be pulled down and have somebody else. The internet is forever, man. Yeah, that promo is not going away. So um, I watched it after it was taken down. So did I. Yeah. And with like, what was it taken shot, down? Shout out to M. Mall Seals. I mean, it was it was taken down pretty much 16 hours after it came yeah. out. And the cool thing is, is he took it down and he said, uh, yeah, I took this down to but, comply. He's like, but I don't. He's like, I still stand by everything I said. That, and that's what's up. OK, I, I guess my biggest question is. I so I watched so I watched the whole promo and then at the end, you know, it shows the date, the where, but it still says David Starr versus Jay Lethal, and I know Jay Lethal is Black Machismo. That's one of his alter egos or whatever. So I'm, my question is: Is it the fact that he threw in Black Machismo to kind of you know bring a little heat to it, or are they you know, advertising about, it? I think as Oh, Jay I, I don't know. If, black machismo. I don't know if they're advertising it that way or not. I mean, I could see it going either way. I know they took it down because of the Sinclair comments, which is funny because for a long time I I refused to watch ROH uh, because of that. Like I, for the same reason, I canceled WWE Network. Like I don't want to su- support that type of establishment. I I would subscribe to Honor Club. It's 120 bucks a month, 
or uh, sorry, 120 bucks a year. And I you was get, getting oh ready to say, God, man, God, hell, yeah. 100, 120 bucks a year, and you get all the pay per views for free. That sounds like a commercial. Now everybody's gonna go buy it. That was a mistake. Uh, but uh, but go, I would absolutely pay that. But I don't want to give money to fucking Sinclair. You are like when Road Dog with her, he's he's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, no! Don't cheer that! Like, bull, don't cheer that! Don't cheer that! Yeah. Uh, wait, too late. Already <laughs> probably said said that out loud. They're but gonna cheer. <laughs> if you guys follow David Starr on Twitter, like I do, David, this is not out of character for him, and, and it's not his character. David Starr is a political activist, and David Starr is a, a staunch <laughs> believer in his political ideology, uh, much like you know a Daniel Bryan. Although Daniel Bryan's less vocal about it because he's in Vince's bubble, uh, but if. Brian was still, if Danielson was still an independent guy, he would be much like David Starr. Um, he's still got to pay for his kids. Yeah, and I mean, he, you know, he's 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 looking at the lesser of two evils. Do I take the money or whatever? Right. right. But uh, David Starr is always fucking calling shit out on Twitter, and he's one of my favorite Twitter accounts to follow. Well, that was a that was a badass promo. It was. It was, that's, oh, a, it was that's a killer ass promo. It was well timed in 2019 just because this is a PC kind of age and this is a PC kind of wrestling age. This That two minutes was well spent. I, I walked away was like, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> Shit, tell them David start your badass. This is banned from ringside. Uh, we gotta get to some other stuff. Uh, Kurt Angle's final match is going to be against Baron Corbin. Is Thoughts? it? Is it? I don't. I don't. Please know. tell me that it's not. I hope it is. I hope it is. <laughs> Fuck up WrestleMania. We got seventeen goddamn matches. I'm gonna sit here for seven hours. Shit, I need a bathroom break. Go ahead. They're gonna do something. They're gonna do something funky with that. Honestly, it's that is. Not, I would not be surprised I'm, if it's a it's a squash and then John Cena comes in after. I'm something. still mad. Yeah. I think that's most likely. I'm yeah, still mad, even if it is, because it's the same shit that they've been doing. It's like they yeah. gotta swerve everybody and they gotta get heat. It's always heat. They should rename Raw and SmackDown to fucking Monday and Tuesday night heat. Like <laughs> you know what. Oh, They've already the got the branding you know, right. You know, you know, I keep hearing is that everybody says that it's fine if Kurt Angle fights Baron Corbin, but as long as Kurt Angle wins, it's like no, he's got to lose. You have to go out on your back. He's been See, doing, that, that, and he's been and okay I'll with like that. The whole I would time. have him lose to Chad Gable. I would yeah. have him lose uh, to somebody who's not. No, 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 See, we can't. Now we no, can't pick Baron and Corbin's, as, as Baron much Corbin's that, a way bigger star than either than Chad Gable oh, and yeah. Baron Corbin only because he's overexposed. He's he's fucking on TV all the time. Bill's Bill pointed Guys, out. Baron he's like Corbin is not bad. He, he wrestles does. in a suit. <laughs> he's, he's overexposed, though. And Bill's like, as much as we complain about him, we always talk about him. But the only reason we always talk about him is because he's on like every, every show single for week. so long. This this rivalry should have been done. Tonight. Yes, a long time ago. This should have been done. The now whole, we're bringing it back up again. The live crowd hated it. Everyone hates it. It was it was just so underwhelming. I wouldn't to be, the point where I was like. Really? Did he just say that? And I looked at it over at Tinder. I'm like, did he just say that? We're having Barry Corbin well, versus Kurt Angle. We could have did it two or three of different course ways. Of course, it's underwhelming. Well, and but then, damn it, then then let's not act like this is a surprise. I will agree that Baron Corbin should go over. My core beliefs say that you got to put the new guy over. Thank We're you, building new stars. When you and I first this met, you, when you and sucks. I first met, when I was 25 years old. Which is fourteen or fifteen years ago, you all you were mad about the Undertaker winning every WrestleMania at Bray that Wyatt. point. 
perfect example. Bray Wyatt. Fifteen years ago, Bray Wyatt was in high school. I'm talking <laughs> a long time ago. You always used to be mad about the Undertaker constantly winning. You were so mad about the Undertaker constantly winning. I was like, man, this guy really knows what he's talking about, but it was wrestling. But he's, I mean, he kind of fucking sucks. But, <laughs> Fuck you. but Baron Corbin should win he should over win. Kurt Angle, right? He should win by the by letter of law, at least the way I believe it. This is the way it should happen. I don't think he's going to, though, because Michael Cole mentioned him and how Twitter and everybody in social media was so outraged by that comment. See, that's what I'm saying. There's it, too much. They're, what, do, they're, either they're going to have their match. I think the way the culture goes now is that Kurt Angle has to win, which sucks. I, well, right. Like, I don't that's think, not the way it should work. But then don't make a silly <gasps> match match like this. Jason Jordan this gets one last match. This is the reason they're making the match. <laughs> Bam. Now, there you go. Jason Jordan gets one, one last, last match with his dad. There you go. And goes back to creative. There you go. All right. Can I talk about Ronda Rousey versus... Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. They should have taken Becky Lynch and Charlotte off of TV last week and just kept them off of TV for I the agree. next couple of weeks. Yeah, like I totally agree. I think the biggest problem, and I, I realize that people are bored with this story already, is because people watch every week and because there's literally 11 weeks of television <laughs> in between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And there's no reason for that. There is no reason just... No, it, it, they have to. They have to make the Royal Rumble closer to WrestleMania, keep people off TV, or not have a fast lane and elimination chamber, or, or at a least, combination at least a of two lane. of the three. Yeah, fast lane. And I, I agree with every single one of those things. And the only reason the story got so convoluted is because they have to do something with them every week, right? Yeah, and it's like dumb. The segment with Ronda this week was like, great. Kofi's pick. Kofi's, I, I, so I agree. They finally the, fixed the her segment right with Ron, The segment with Ronda this week was great. Put her up against Dana Brooke, have her tap her out within 30 seconds, and have it be done. She should have been doing that the whole time. The whole time. Versus and then, everybody. Okay, and then she I goes don't, and kisses Travis Brown, and he carries her off in the fucking... Okay, you know. see, that's 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 WWE nonsense. That's where you draw... Okay, so let me get this straight. I didn't like, know this about Travis involved. Brown, but Travis Brown has other uh, domestic... Yeah, violence yeah. things in his past before Ronda. I didn't know that. Yeah, I would probably would have left him out of it. But I yeah, got it whatever. definitely. Mrs. Dad, Ronda's husband, tag team <laughs> versus Braun Strowman. Let's talk about Mrs. Dad <laughs> and Nicholas and Nicholas. <laughs> WrestleMania, baby! Oh, that I think as much oh, sense as anything else. Woo! You just ruined it. Nicholas was my pick to win the Dre this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Nicholas in the corner just dodging bullets. Look at him go. I agree with Zach completely. I thought that the Ronda segment, it's almost like Ronda and then Charlotte and Becky are in two different storylines. I agree. This week they are because they, they just, they've they separated them. It's just because it's too reason. long. They they peaked too early. Becky peaked too early. No, you, no. Kofi is peaking at the right time. You, uh, Be- Becky's definitely cooled off a little bit. Becky's cooled off is because you've done it every week. I agree with what you're saying that once Becky was hurt, that's when you take her off TV. Yeah, leave her out. Let her and, pop. You know, back. kayfabe style. I'm rehabbing my knee. I want to be ready for WrestleMania. This is after she wins the you know her match with Charlotte. 
to get make this a triple threat. That's when Becky goes away. Charlotte can talk for the next three or four weeks, no problem. You can keep Ron and Charlotte away from each other for the next two yeah. or three weeks, Have no Becky problem. Becky doing some video packages, yeah, like, exactly. you know, running you know, down a fucking Irish the way it should be, you know, doing it like that the Charlotte's way they used to do anyway. it. Because we all agree that WWE production wise is the best, of the best. Of course, why not use that to your advantage and you know they're better build than it. they're better than CBS NFL. Except for the why the not build zooms. it like that? Well, I mean that's but know. production value, yes. Especially since they've been they've been oh mis- when they do the montages or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah those video yeah, packages. The video great, packages make get you yes. ready for the match. Ten years ago, they were great. Right, like but, I watched like yeah. a pay per view ten years ago. You didn't ten have years to, ago, twenty years when ago. when we were yeah, doing the just, banged up uh, episodes yeah. too. Like those video those video packages were amazing. You don't have like you don't have to watch the product week to week and complain about it and like hate yourself for like spending five hours a week doing it. You can just watch five. the pay per views and then watch that awesome video package and you've got the story. True. And the thing with the thing with the whole Becky, if they when the knee injury thing happened, if they would have let her go, let her cool down that way when she was as hot as she could be, and then have her come back when it was important, it would have made it that much heavier. Okay. Yeah. This is banned from ringside. Uh, did you guys see that Miz promo? Did you like that Miz babyface promo? I mean, good promo, but I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's that's a great choice. He's not. He's he's. Great, I feel like but. he thought he was doing Hamlet. Yeah, it seemed like. But I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it was what? like Hamlet. Yeah, I'm I, over th- his I think he thought he was really acting. Yes, that's exactly what I took from it. It it was it was like more of a performance of of a Miz doing a babyface promo. Like it was it was like yeah. me watching Miz yeah. watching himself doing a babyface yes, promo. Exactly. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I so, think you and I have the exact same okay, experience. Okay, so, so, so shouldn't this be a scenario where I think they did this the wrong way? You should be have Shane McMahon no, as the face no, and Miz being his natural no, heel I th- self? I think you got to let him, like, kind of let him work it out. Like Miz has to be a face eventually, right? People are behind him. And I mean, he they is, are behind him. Like it, people, the people were behind just, him. Have you guys ever caught his show? By the way, just, though, hmm? have you guys ever caught like any? No, I've, so I've always enjoyable. wanted to watch it. I've, he, I've never watched it. He's the biggest baby face in the world. He's on that so show. He's so likable. He's so likable. Like so, the fact that he's such a great heel means because he's I've not, he's not Ms. a great Mrs. wrestler. I've watched Miz and Mrs. three to four times. Yeah, he's and it's he's, he's very great on every show. He's super likable. I agree. So like he is a natural baby face because he's naturally likable. The fact that he's such a great heel promo is just him being talented because he's not great in the ring, but he still gets brought up all the time. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, shit. What'd you just what say? I, what'd, I say? <laughs> what'd you just say? <laughs> he's good in the ring. Okay, that's bullshit. I said, not, I said he's not great. Yeah, he's not yeah, great. Isn't, that, just, isn't that the same thing? He's, he's definitely good. He's, he's just not Seth yeah, Rollins. Nobody, said, no. nobody said he sucks. He's Yeah, he's not Seth Rollins. Just bring it down, Bill. Yeah, God man, damn. calm down. I say, you, you had, what, one too many Chardonnays today? What's going on? Jesus. He's, he's, a, he's, a guy out there, he's a guy out there doing professional wrestling moves. He's not like an athlete telling a story like with his body. <laughs> Okay, that's not, fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I was gonna say at, at the end when of the you day, watch him like get thrown into the turnbuckles, he's like jogging towards them, and then he turns around and kind of lays himself into him. He's not getting fucking whipped into the fucking Shawn ropes. Michaels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two more things. Uh, Batista this week. Did you guys watch my video I posted on Friends of BFR? No. Every time Batista says, "Give me what no, I, I want," it speeds up ten percent. <laughs> I fucking laughed 
like <laughs> maniacally. Like, just go to Friends of BFR. It, yeah. Add yourself if you're listening. Like, uh, you'll you'll enjoy uh, you'll enjoy the banter. But uh, but yes, I thought it was good. Go ahead. Batista this week. Yeah. Hurry up. Let's get to WrestleMania. <laughs> Hurry up. I, it wasn't amazing, but like I'm wife. excited to see I'm, I'm excited to see Batista back. Plus, shut up. Listen to Murray. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt that mad. says that, too. Don't be mad because shut I'm up. telling the truth shut about up. Triple H and Batista. Listen to Murray. Okay, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm pissing on your WrestleMania party, boss. I like how they're I like how he's they're at least treating him like he's Jeez. the star that he is at this point, like the Hollywood thing, and then he was pulling on the whole... I've been doing amazing since I left you, and everybody that you've Agreed. touched has been buried, and yada Agreed. yada. I, that no. was natural, and it works. And it's, it's the and most it's, believable. It's a, it's, it has a real yeah. angle to it. Right. You, can, Which, you can kind of believe that that he's telling the truth. The motherfucker got James Gunn rehired. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> and, the, and the thing is that... You know, they're, they're, he's kind of shooting a heel Daniel Bryan promo in the sense that he's not necessarily saying anything extremely heelish yeah but he is known that he is the heel in this scenario kind of like daniel bryan that's a great analogy you know earth savior thing but like i don't know i'm into it that if if this is going to be the nostalgia match we get at wrestlemania i'm okay with it's one one. of the better ones that could exist i agree okay Uh, jason (laughs) i don't want to be like your boss but do you have a comment on this (laughs) fuck this goddamn match that's my comment it bathroom could, break part do could be Undertaker versus. That's a bathroom break for you. That's a bathroom break for you. Been there, done that. No Fine, way. stay there. As long as uh, it's uh, as do, long as, as, long long as I get to stay brawl. there, I, I want it like disappear like you did. As long as it's a full out brawl, dude. I left. I was high. Okay, I was so Who's high. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Did, 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 did we have Aaron at gunpoint saying smoke this, or we're going to kidnap Aaron? Zach, you got something. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just interested to see it because I didn't see it last time. All right, I wasn't so the other thing I was going to talk about <laughs> before we go away, before we go away, it was uh, McIntyre beat Rollins uh, this week. Uh, we should be trying to keep McIntyre or trying to keep Rollins strong, I would think. Now, he'll lose three more times before Mania. McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> and it went at Mania for some ungodly reasons. How'd that happen? He'll even pull double duty on a Raw just to lose both matches. <laughs> The sad part about this, you know it's true. You know it's true. You can look down the annals of WWE history and it's happened. I swear to Christ, I know it's happened. How you gonna have this man losing before WrestleMania? Come on, man. Was it what I was gonna say? Seth should not lose until the WrestleMania match. What I was gonna say is if you took Rollins and McIntyre and chopped off both their heads and laid off both their decapitated heads, bodies. Next to each other, you think you can tell which one was? I could, which? T- I could tell. I could tell. Only if there was a banana for scale. <laughs> <laughs> that All righty, Dad. <laughs> get over here, Dupree. Fucking pervert. Can we get Rene Dupree in there, please? I'll do it for our ins and outs. We need some dick size check here, Rene Dupree. We need you on aisle five stat. Rene Dupree, report to aisle five. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to say banged up jokes, people. Hey, okay. everybody, we got some uh, birthdays to get to. Murray Man. Murray Man. Me. These are all on March 24th. Oh, that's my birthday. Hey, hey, yay. R.I.P. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lana's 34. That's right. D'Angelo De Niro's 41. Swagger, 37. And he's old to be 40. Undertaker is 54. Christopher Daniels is 48. Undertaker, baby. Barry Horowitz is 59. Epico Cologne is 37. Lacey Evans. Is 29. R. Charlie R. Haas is 47. <laughs> Shady having a match yet, dude. SoCal Val is 33. <laughs> hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to. So we appreciate you guys listening to our podcast. Mm-mm. Break it down one time. For my uncle Jack Ziggemeyer, who struck out Mickey Mandel in the minor leagues one time and used to play a Billy Mays, he passed away today. My uncle Jack Ziggemeyer. RIP. 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 For Soul Taco. Check. For JD Twigs. Check. For FMB Henry. For Schlafly. For Murray Check. the Murray Man. Murray for Shoxy Studios. Check. For Sam the Muller Mall. Mr. For Zach. Check. Check. Two beers. Zach Pullman. Check. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I'm just I am angry Bill and Vice. Thanks for the college Check. basketball ones. This I like is Bill Bob Beggy. Huggins. I was wondering why I didn't know that one.